EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes broadcast between the 22nd and the 25th of January 2024. Hello, hope you're well as usual. Uh, joining me as usual is the delightfully beautiful, stunning, gorgeous... All right, calm down. I want stuff. Ree. Hello, Ree. How are you? What are you after? What do you yeah. want? Yeah, what do I want? What, what am I after? How are you this week, Ray? Are you all right? I'm all right, Rob. How are you? Are we I'm all good? Right. Yeah, not too no. bad. Not too bad. Um, I don't think I really have much to report this week. It's been a fairly standard week. Do you? No, I've just got um, it's all child-related with me, isn't it? That is oh, my isn't life it always? Now. Isn't it always I've got a, with you? I've got a teething toddler this week, so it's oh, all fun and games. That's fun, yeah. because your daughter needed more reasons to be angry at life, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Rob? You give you paint her a bad picture, actually. I think I you've only seen her, her when she's been... <laughs> I don't paint her a bad picture, Ree, let's be fair here. <laughs> <laughs> You've only ever seen her like that, but yeah, no, it's yeah, it's one of those. It's just life, in it. I only ever see you. I mean, how did you sleep last night? Because usually Thursday nights is when the uh, oh, awful, she goes well. awful. Yeah, but I just didn't, I couldn't be bothered to mention it again because it's every this, week. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. This isn't the picture <laughs> that I present. This is the picture that you present to me. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we are then. Um, so go. this week's EastEnders, I'm going to say, was mm. absolutely mad. There was a load of things that drove me a bit insane about EastEnders this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. agreed. Yes, mm-hmm. we shall get mm. into it. Um, but yeah, few characters kind of few characters, but like this, are not getting a gold star this week, Rick. That's what I that's what I will say. Definitely mm-hmm. not getting agreed. A gold star this week. Yes, naughty. Mm. Uh, and we shall find out who will be getting the gold star later on. But let's discuss this week's EastEnders, shall we, Ray? Yeah, let's do it. Right then, we'll begin talking about this mad old week. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Should we start with Kim and Howie? Because that was yeah, that, that was yeah. a chapter. That was a chapter of the week all on its own. So Kim it's been and... a funny week actually. It's to been be a very fair, it's been a, structure. This it's been a bit of a weird week. So um, mm. Kim last week was all suspicious. We was we we got the impression that she was suspicious of Howie having an affair. Because she'd smell like mm-hmm. cheap perfume on him. So she collars him this week and tries mm. to get like a bit more information out. Now, fair play, you know, that's the way to do it, I think, in this situation. If you suspect that your boyfriend or your partner is having, you know, is cheating away or, you know, playing away, then you collar him and you ask him, uh, right, OK, so what's going on? Tell me now. You know, mm. rather than just letting it drag out for weeks on end. I'd be going, I'd be going to cheap perfume shops, asking them for a sample of each one to smell which one it is, then going back and going, right, who, who is it? Who's wearing Britney Spears Curious? Come yes, on, tell me. Uh, that would be a slightly convoluted <laughs> way of doing it. But you know what, Ray? That would be a very new way of doing it. <laughs> Definitely. I can see that happening. Um, so she manages to get out of him that he has been meeting up with this friend called Rory. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't occur to Kim for a second, oh, right, this is Rory wears cheap perfume, does he? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've very deliberately given him a uh, a unisex name, which means that anybody, you know, mm-hmm. man and woman can have the name, Rory. Uh, and what we discover is that Rory has offered Howie a job opportunity because Howie is missing being a clown. And so, you know, he says that if you would cut him open, custard pie would spew out from within him. <laughs> That's it. Sight, isn't it? I think it just, yeah, yeah, that's a very. I think that there was a scene similar to that in it that was cut out, I believe. So, uh, oh. yeah, yeah, um, so she, he says to Kim, Right, I tell you what, well, come with me, come with me and meet Rory and the gang, and and then you can see you can see what we're getting ourselves into here. And now, I think Kim goes with him to meet the crew on, on, on the that's going to go away on the ship, and I can only describe them as some form of cult, they're an odd you... bunch. Do you know what? I don't want to sound harsh saying this, so edit this out if you need to, Rob. Okay. Um, did you not think it were a bit like circus freaks? Oh, no, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, you know no, what I'm no, saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, it, it, they were just very odd people. Kim got in a fight with a mermaid. The mermaid deserved it, by the way. I thought. I thought oh, the yeah, she was asking for it, that she mermaid. Was. That mermaid deserved everything she got. Uh, mm. There was also a ventriloquist who was actually using his dummy to react in real time to the situation that was going on around him. That was going on. Yeah. It was just that I just I it was I, just I, daft. Wasn't it was a bit. It, it, was, was, it was a bit daft. It was a bit silly. Um, and then we meet Rory, who is, I think, a. Was, I think the impression we were supposed to get of Rory was that she was Kim Mark Two, wasn't she? Yeah. 
Just yeah, this, they, you know, similar hair to Kim, similar sort of personality. Clothes, uh, very similar clothes, clothes. Very similar to Kim. She was basically yeah. Kim Mark II. Uh, and, and Rory's kind of like, Rory, darling. And like Kim instantly despises her, which I quite liked. Um, and yeah, and then Kim just kind of is very just sort of like derogatory about everybody there, which I can't really blame her because she feels like she's walked into a madhouse. Like, you, you're going off with this lot for three months. Yeah, is that your plan? Yeah, that I, no. Very odd. Um, and so she, and then we, what we understand from Rory is that uh, she's had a phone call from higher up, basically, to say that. Uh, marketing and all that kind of thing are having problems which means that the crews might not be able to go ahead so some people might have to be unemployed um and kim has spent her most of her time kind of showing off about her social media influencing and how good she is at marketing so rory decides that uh, turns up at the truman fox residence and says you're just exactly what we need you can come too <laughs> and that's kim and howie's exit storyline for the next three months that they've gone off on this mad ship with these insane people and that's where she's going to be for the next three months. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you know what? It's one of those, isn't it? Because it, it added it added something a little oh. bit daft. And normally, in in Did this that. scenario, I feel like <laughs> I that. feel like they just they just write in how he's got a job on a cruise and Kim's going with him. At least they've actually yeah. tried to show us how it's led to it. I guess. Yeah. I, you I, know mean, what did I mean, we, did we need all of that just for this exit storyline? <laughs> No, but it did have to, it, it were it were a bit of daft. Like I keep saying the word daft, but it was it was just a bit of daftness. I didn't I didn't mind it. It is what it is. It, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I just it, it, just now and again though, you'll meet these people in a soap that just don't exist in real life. Like no ventriloquist yeah. on earth, I would like to think, is using his dummy to like go around Asda and sort of like just react to people around him as, as he's doing what, his shopping. Rob? In the degree that we did at uni, do you not think that scene could have quite easily been something, something that, that we, we would wrote. have walked into? Yeah, yeah, something that we wrote or something right? that we, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that dissimilar, yeah. really. But in in defence of this daft storyline, I think that they've they've decided they needed to show it because obviously Kim's watching Denise struggle later in the week. Yes. So they need to show why it is that she's going to exit despite knowing her sister's going through it because realistically, Kim would not believe in Denise in the current state that she's in. She's like, you've been to church? Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Like, well, what's well, going on? Like, she uh, must be bad if she's going to church. Uh, yeah, exactly. So do you really think that, that's, that they solved that problem? <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't know where I'll go with that point. Yeah, uh, you know, th did that did that answer that question? Oh, well, Kim's think... gonna go off with a man who believes that his ventriloquist dummy's an actual real boy. That's that's why <laughs> to... she's left. She realizes that fair, these people need her wisdom. <laughs> maybe actually, if they'd have explained it as more of this is a really lucrative deal, she can't uh, yeah, turn well... down because it's worth a lot of money. But actually, they did the opposite and were like, we haven't got that much money, really. No, it's um, not really. It's just a holiday. Cruise. And Kim clearly sees it as a holiday. Now, yeah. Den they, she, D Denise isn't the only one that could kind of do with them staying yeah. around. Denzel's quite upset by mm. it. Um, but what we're sort of left with with Denzel, it's this really nice situation that I think we're going to be left with, which is going to be Patrick, Denzel and Yolandi. And I love this. Because, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, him and Patrick have always had a really strong relationship. Him and Yolandi are now really sort of building up this, this nice little relationship. So I like that. I've, I'm, mm. I Hopefully that they'll start building on that over the over the next few months whilst Kim and Howie are away. That's nice. Um, and we'll see what state Kim and Howie return in. Because if you're trapped at sea with some of those nutters, I imagine that it's not it's it's gonna drive you insane, I would think. Do you think Howie needed to go? Because it would have been a bit more realistic if he stayed. Mm. Like I well, understand how they've written it in because it's he'd be more likely to get the cruise well, job. They've Sorry. written them both out because both of them are actually uh, Harry's doing panto and Kim's doing a play, so it actually worked out quite well. There's yeah. a lot of people doing panto at the minute, and I think people are criticising the show a little bit at the minute for all of these like exits that have been happening recently. You know, like Martin, Phil's going to be exiting at Phil, some point yeah, soon because that Pradden, yeah. yeah he'll be doing panto at some point, so he's presumably going to bugger off a little bit at some point. Mm -hmm. So, but this is just the time of year where that happens. Now, what has been revealed is that next year or this year rather running into the 40th that ain't allowed because it's the 40th and they will want all the cast there for everything that they oh, want to do okay. Okay, so this time yeah. next year we won't be discussing people deciding that they need to go on a respite Being written out for panto <laughs> nobody no characters are going to be buggering off to the philippines for three months whilst they you know while they uh 
they're going to go off and do a panto. It's going to be... Oh, right, yeah. Just click, around. That's why Martin's going to Australia for yes. the strike to me. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't exit somebody with a reason like that unless it's a kind of necessary I mean, exit. To be fair, right, they could have just wrote Kim going to see an old friend who were ill and how we were mm. going with her or something like that or a family, like the mum or something. Well, I don't know, we'll I know see. They're a bit I... with the mum, but yeah. Well, I do like that, you know, as mad as this whole thing with the ship is, like I say, I do like that actually what it's done is cements the Denzel, Patrick and Yolandi sort yeah. of trio. So if that's if we have that because of that, then I'm mm. quite happy. And we'll still see where mm -hmm. Denzel goes. I hear tell that Denzel is kind of going to have a few little things to be doing over the next few weeks. You know, we're going to be learning a little bit about Denzel. He's got some scenes coming up, so that's nice. Oh, that's so hopefully, nice. hopefully that trio will be nice and kind of at the forefront of the, mm. of the story. So that'd be good. Um, but yes, for now, Howie and Kim have, are all at sea uh, and they've got away with a cult, a, 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 a ship cult. I can only describe them as. I hope yeah. that she chucks the mermaid overboard at some point. Surely the mermaid been sacked. Although saying that, I'm really surprised that they decided to hire Kim based of what happened. You know, how desperate was Rory to say, like, oh, this woman that just literally walked in who we'd, nobody had ever met, who walked in and started having a fight with our mermaid. Oh, well, we'll hire you. Yeah, I like your I like your chutzpah. You're hired. Although maybe, you know, Kim didn't like Rory at first. Maybe Rory instantly loved Kim because she's like, she's great. She's a bit yeah. of me. They liked each other by the end of the week, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did by the each end, other yeah. by then. Yeah. I think it's because Rory recognised Kim's incredible marketing potential. Kim was like, well, this yes, clearly is a woman of great of great discretion and integrity. I understand. <laughs> I want to know how many followers Kim's actually got because she's, you know, she's really bigging herself up here. Uh, she really is. I would expect at least one million. One mil? Uh, I think she'd have to, I mean, you know, maybe be. I'm us. thinking 40k. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Only just below us then. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> Yeah, only a little bit. Only, only a little, little bit. bit. Right, so there we are then. That's Howie and Kim. We won't be seeing them for a few months, uh, and we'll see what happens to them and how we leave Denzel and sort of see what goes on there as the weeks go on. Right. That, ladies and gentlemen, was one mad segment of the week. <laughs> uh, we shall now move on to talking about Gina and Dean. What I would say this week's uh, main issue was, I think, Ree, is characters just making really, really bad decisions, okay? Like, it just seems mm. to be, especially the women, just going like... I saw some complaints All right, Rob, calm down. No, 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 calm no, 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 down. no, 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 no. I saw some complaints this week, right, <laughs> that the uh, the men are being, like, overly toxic and everything. Like, these, vil these villainous men that have been established as villains are being, like, really, really to more toxic than ever before and that the show is encouraging that, okay? But I would argue, actually, what happened was the men were just being as man-like as they'd always been. Like, I don't think the men changed character all that much this week, but it was the women that sort of seemed to accommodate their behaviour by making these really oh. bad decisions. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you're victim-blaming. Yes, that'll be it. Yes, that'll be it. I'm victim-blaming. No, but someone like Katz, for example, <laughs> no, going but... with Nish, even when she's just been told that Nish is... Like... Like, tried to no, have Eve killed. to be fair, and I she can't was like... defend that. I can't defend that. <laughs> You've literally been told... To be honest, I actually think... It, it was very out of character for Kat to have gone about, like, to of... have still done well, that, despite being told know. what she was told. I don't... Well, should we talk about Kat now, then? That's not what we were planning yeah, to do on, here. Then. But let's oh, talk... No, let's go... I thought let's we were go... talking... Oh, no, sorry. let's go crazy, Reed. This is our podcast. We could do what we like. Let's go crazy. Let's oh, okay. go wrong. Let's talk about Kat now, right? Okay. So, I, yeah, Kat was, I think, the biggest criminal of this this week. Gina, by the end of the week, seemed to have seemed to have seen sense, okay? But mm -hmm. Kat... I don't know where this came from. So she was told quite ex in a quite explicit detail this week, right? He tried to have Eve killed, all right? He took her to the woods and he tried to have her killed. And she's basically like, well, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> where has this come from? What did, like, he, what did he say now when she questioned Nish on it? He said it was um, an act It was a moment of madness. It was a moment of madness anger. Madness out of love um, or something. Uh, yeah, it was a moment of just oh, pure... Well. An utter rage, and Kat was like, "Oh, She's right, passionate, well, Kat. That's, that's what fine. She yeah, that's all that. it is. Passionate, it's green tick. Passionate, yeah. Yep, no red so flags here. No. Suki was lucky to have him. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you oh. sort of look at Kat's history and sort of think, right, okay, so let's see if this is based on anything. So you think of someone like Derek, 
who she went with for a bit when she was with Alfie. Uh, and then you look at Michael Moon, who she went with for a bit. So she's ha- it's not like she hasn't Room. got... It's not like she hasn't got a history of going... I mean, arguably, Phil in himself isn't exactly an angel, is he? Yeah. So, you know, you could argue, I guess, that there's a bit of a history with Kat and these really sort of bad news men. But her reasoning for it this week basically seemed to be... Well, mm. I've just come out of a relationship because I was cheated on, and Nish has just come out of a relationship because he was cheated on. So, us cheated on victims need to stick together. Seemed yeah, to be her was, logic. That was the angle, weren't it? Because yeah. actually, now you're saying it, if you think about it, maybe she's a bit desensitized to this kind of behavior because of Phil, because you could imagine Ooh. him being like, Well, I tried to get someone killed off because they tried to sleep with my missus. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's not beyond the realms of Phil to do something like that, no. in all fairness. And and Kat be like, oh, honestly, Phil, what are you doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, but it was quite to, frustrating. But then when Stacey's warning her off, Nick... Yeah. Like, out of anybody, Kat should be listening to Stacey. You know, like, Stacey should Eve. be somebody... I feel like she should listen to Eve yeah. as well. Mm. Well, I get that her and Suki aren't exactly, don't exactly see eye to eye, especially, you know, when Suki's going around describing Kat's kids as, and I quote, feral. <laughs> yeah, true. That got her back up, didn't it? Uh, yeah, which, you know, understandable. Um, but I just, I, I, I was really confused by Kat's motivations this week and mm. it was quite frustrating to watch at times because yeah. she was literally just sort of flanking Nish at every given opportunity, sort of standing there like like a Rottweiler, as was quite as, as was described as her at some point. And that literally was quite a, an apt description of what her behaviour was like. She was just sticking yeah. by Nish, whatever happened. She wasn't bothered what she yeah. got told about him. She was like, yeah, well, that happens. Yeah, well, you know, we've both been cheated on, so, you know, I, I see where he's coming from. That, that doesn't make sense, Kat. Come on. No, you don't. It's, I don't know. It's like they're both just a rebound for each other, but it all... Rebound? Yeah. More, like a, more like a ricochet. You know, yeah. it's... And they, did yeah. end up sleep, and they did end up sleeping together this week. Which, in... oh my God, we did not need that scene. I can't that decide. so uncomfortable. Is that just I, me? I, I can't I decide. Like scenes at the best of times. I know. But... Well, I can't decide what was worse to watch, the Phil and Emma kissing scene or the Nish and Kat kissing scene. <laughs> Nish and Kat, I think, actually. It, do you reckon that yeah. Well, to be fair, Phil and Emma didn't actually kiss. They just sort of bumped their heads together quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. Kat... I don't want. I don't. I don't want to say anything bad about the actors at all, but, but it felt so awkward but... that I almost <laughs> felt like they were like, "This is weird." Themselves. Do you know well, what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to like put it in Cat's head. Like, right. So we know Cat's right. Okay. So we know Cat's goes off the rails a little bit when she's hurting, okay? Yeah. And when Kat's hurting, history tells us that she becomes Kat the total slag. You know, that's sort of her sort of her position, <laughs> isn't it, though? Like, yeah. That's what she does, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether that still works with a woman in her 50s, to be honest. You know, I, I, does that still work with Kat doing this now? I don't think, does, does slaggery have an age limit, Rob? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you, Ray, does it? No, I don't think it does. It'll be a slag whatever age you want, yeah? Yeah, if that's okay. what you want to be. Fair yeah. enough. I'll, uh, in which case, then I look forward to my 60s. Not that we're, not that we're calling her that. We're no. referring to the fact that she's called herself that. Uh, she, past, many times, not. hasn't she? Many times. And that's sort yeah, of yeah, the yeah. a total slag. That's, it became a meme, yeah, for God's sake. Her. A she, meme. I can't, yeah. You can't say, you know, if she became a meme, then we're allowed to say it. Yeah, um, we're not, but I'm just... Yeah. Oh, anyway. But it's, We've got to tread carefully. But... But yeah, a cat's behaviour very, very odd this week. But it seemed to sort of encourage Nish because she's he's now got this friend because he has given Cat this flat uh, that she's now moved into across the road uh, with the boys so that she's now out of the Slater household. And he's basically given her this house with a few months free rent just until she gets herself back on her feet again. Mm. She goes on a da- she goes on a date with Nish. Phil sees. And the two of them are at loggerheads again. And Kat basically says, right, well, I'm going to drain you of every penny you possess of that I can get my hands on. So this is going to be quite a messy process, we're led to believe this divorce, isn't it? Yeah, it's looking like it. Although, I don't... Mm, no, because they're married, so she's got quite a few rights, I would have thought. If there's no been no prenup, then... Yeah, well, I don't know, because it, like, it's like she kind of pointed out this week that a lot of her money has been tied up in these sort of mm. joint businesses. So this is going to be a nightmare, trying to sort of extract herself and her own personal assets from this how much money did she have to have money do you know what i mean or is it before what she's Phil made whilst yeah before phil came along i cat wouldn't have had that much money because she's never been no. until she got with phil you know she's never been you know 
flush with money. She, I mean, yeah. I think the, probably the richest she ever was was when she won the lottery and booked it off to Ireland for a few months and then came Just back again. Skin. That. We don't talk you know, about that, Redwater. No, we don't talk about, don't talk about Redwater. Um, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I can imagine this is going to be quite a messy affair, sort of sorting out all these divorce proceedings, unless they just get back together again. Do you know, do you think her and Nish are going to go somewhere now that this has happened? Well, I got the impression this week with Nish and Kat, because they had that scene in the restaurant after they'd kind of slept together, and mm. they were sort of talking about it, and it's the scene sort of ended with Kat going, "It blew some cobwebs away, didn't it?" And then they sort of seemed to have this sort of understanding, sort of smile and nod together, which to me yeah, implies that Nish... they weren't going to do it again. Yeah, but I don't think Nish is that kind of guy, do you? I can't oh, he's imagine not, him but just she leaving is. it there. Kat's yeah, got it out. Kat's, that. Kat's yeah. got that out of her system now, so Kat's fine now. She's ready to. She's ready to. She's ready for battle again now. But what you think that maybe Nish might get a little bit attached? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Okay. I don't know, maybe not, but that's the impression I'm getting. And then there's going to be a fill and niche war over cat or something. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I say I got the impression that the pair of them had said, "Right, we've done that. All right, that's that's that. that okay. We you know we got that. We got that out of system. Blew, blew the cobwebs away. Let's let's go on with our lives now." Was the impression that I got? I may be wrong, but just that scene seemed to suggest that. But I just don't <laughs> understand why do it at all. Then, well, I mean, yeah, this is, this mean? is the other thing. It just, I don't she's know. Not gonna get, she's not She's not going to get pregnant, is she? No, surely not. Surely not, said surely Sharon not. and Denise. <laughs> Cat Panasar, is that coming? <laughs> Cat Panasar, that's got a ring to it, hasn't it? Yeah. It's not that bad, actually. Cat yeah. Panasar, that rolls off his tongue worryingly well. So, meanwhile, Nish, now he's got a, got a cat lay under his belt, he uh, is more focused on uh, extracting as much revenge as he can on Suki. Now, Suki kind of is in the in the process of thinking, right, well, surely I've got the upper hand here because I just want to kind of a clean divorce from him. He's got the cat, so I, I need to keep that. But surely there's no way that I can lose that much, is there? Is there? Except that Nish yeah. is one step ahead of her because Suki's friend turns up this week. Now, I can't be bless Suki. You know, I love Suki. I didn't. I. I, th- I can't be the only one surprised that she's got friends <laughs> outside the square. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. You know? Well, it's a good war of friends, so it's probably just somebody that yes. she sees when she's there, and obviously well, that's why she came along because she's not seen. Well, her I think it's so. established. It's established very much, but it's a community. It's a. It's, yeah. you know, it's a very community-based yeah. thing, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so we meet Barminda who uh, is at the Gudwara and asks, or Gudwari, Gudwara. Gudwara. Gudwara, yeah, Gudwara. Um, it's a place for Sikhs to partake in congregational worship, like I googled. Yes, I, I like yeah, it. When, so it's like I a, love it when yeah. they do stuff like this, that I get to learn stuff. It's really, really interesting. Um, and she's basically, turned, Barminda basically turns around and says, oh, Suki, I've not seen you in absolutely ages. How's Nish? How's your marriage going? How is everything? Really nice moment in the in the book where Suki, I think Barminda's literally kind of in the middle of speaking. She goes, yeah, I've left him. All right, I've left him. Stop asking me questions. Yeah. I've left yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. And then kind of realises that she's in an awkward position. Um, and sort of gives the impression to Barminda that because Nish was away for a while, uh, it sort of drove them apart and, you know, yeah. marriage stuff happens and it's just made it impossible. So later, Barminda sees Nish and gives him her ultimate sympathy for what he's going through. Says, oh, you know, marriage needs work, doesn't it? It's very difficult, very, very difficult marriage. So Nish takes this as a hint to... Invite Suki around under the pretense that they're going to have a perfectly amicable discussion about the divorce settlement. Uh, and he's invited the Guyani over. <laughs> and Suki's like, uh, what the hell are you doing here? What am I supposed to do with this? And Nish outs her to the Guyani. I couldn't believe yeah. this. This was outrageous. So he outs her and she now is absolutely terrified that everybody at the uh, Gushwara is that right? Goodwara, sorry, is is going to know what's going on in her private life. So she's kind of rightfully terrified about this. Basically, Nish is using what he hopes is the homophobia of the Sikh community to get at Suki. Yeah, and I think he just, he knew that she weren't ready to come out well, yeah. so publicly to everyone at the Goodwara, so that's just another, you know, typical on-brand Nish thing to do to try and shame her, isn't it? Because mm. that's what he's trying to do. He knew yeah. that she weren't ready. It's another another form of him getting some kind of revenge on her. Mm. You know? Who knows? Suki might have been ready in a few weeks' time and she could have done it at her own pace, done it under her own 
you know, in, under yeah. her own control, but instead she's had it taken off her because yeah. Nisha's decided to out her straight away. Exactly. I mean, this dynamic did remind me a little bit of, um, hold on, Zainab and Bushra. I couldn't oh, remember yes. the name yes, for a yes, second. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Barminda seems, there, Bar seems like a feeling. nicer person than Bushra. <laughs> a lot nicer, yeah, yeah a lot yeah, nicer, yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. But I don't know if that's... I don't know. But do you know what would be interesting is to see her at the Gudwara. She was on about taking well, Eve. So she was on about is, taking Eve. She yeah, was I'd like to see this. Contemplating coming out on her own terms. Yeah, at some point, so this, right? is, this. I got the impression that this is going to happen. You know, this is something. Yeah, I hope so. Not for a while, I suspect, but we might get yeah. it at some point. This will be sort of yeah. the ultimate moment where Suki comes out. I think when she takes mm. when she takes Eve to the Gudwara and sort of introduces Suki as uh, introduces Eve as her partner, and then sort yeah. of takes the reaction as or how it as or how mm. it comes so that will be i think the ultimate suki did, coming out moment did nish say that in sikhism they don't what's the word tolerate um, well i think that i think that's that his he assumption said? he's basically well he basically tries to tell the guy this like basically tries to tell the guy yeah. how to suck eggs essentially when he's like well because the, you know the Sikh religion doesn't doesn't tolerate homosexuality does it guyani no 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 and the guy literally kind of like well we don't do that much hatred either to be honest with you so if this is mm. what you are then this is what you are <laughs> i my impression of sikhism i remember i do remember doing it at school in our age mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and my impression is always that they are without summing any other religions out there but the one of the kindest ones right yes in this in the the, the most exception and the, the most willing to help and things yeah. like that so maybe it won't be as bad as suk is expecting i don't know maybe we'll get that impression from things you always imagine the worst possible reception in yeah. coming out to whoever you're coming oh. out to all right right you or especially if you because suki has spent a lot of her time being quite internally homophobic isn't she like hating herself mm. we, we, you know we had some really nice scenes with suki this week where she was talking about like she's only just starting to like herself again she's getting to grips with who she is she's getting to grips with what she is and how this affects her life um so i think this is actually a real week of growth for suki because she takes she's quite happy now she's not scared of nish anymore she's happy to just take him on horns bared bring it on she actually says to him at one point, bring it on, which I loved. Mm. Great, great little moment for Suki. Really good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that I think is still to come. Nish, meanwhile, is sort of floating around the six a little bit, isn't he? He's trying to get information mm. out of Linda. He's trying to get information out of Denise, basically using the most fragile women in the six sort of setup to try and get some sort of info as to what exactly happened to him on Christmas Day because something to him clearly doesn't smell right. So yeah, he and he well, walked in on that conversation, didn't he, between Suki and Linda, where Suki, where Linda say you can't give him the calf, and she's like, oh, yeah. I'll get it under any circumstance, and then he's yeah. like, Why do you want the calf? Uh, alarm bells. Why do you want the calf so much? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So basically, by the end of the week, he's sort of kind of like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna find out. Okay, mm. so you can screw off trying to. I don't care about any other businesses, but I will find out why you want the calf. Mm. So. I, I've said that this feels like a 40th anniversary reveal thing, that this body being kind of unearthed. But is it going to last that long? I don't... I honestly don't know. I don't know because, like, when you first said that and they just cemented the body, I was like, oh, no, builders are going to... They're going to dig it up next week. It's all going to be re revealed straight away. But I don't know. Although, perhaps... Oh, no, because... Nish was in a coma. I was going to say, could it backfire on Nish if he keeps the calf? And then they'll assume that he got rid of the body there or something. Well, Actually, I that mean, could that's, still That could work happen. in their favour. That could work in their favour. Mm. Oh, no, Denise's necklace is there, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so that won't work in their favour at all. Um, Unless they say that he planted it for some reason. or Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because also, mm. I think I, I do wonder if at some point Lin, um, Denise pretending to be Linda is going to come back and bite her at some point. Didn't they just no? Because didn't they just say that she did that because um, Keanu told her to or something? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah She's that's a, true. I think she already got her way out of that one and said, "Oh, oh that's true." Yeah, because yeah. he was still in there, and that's why I had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, surprised the police haven't picked apart their story a little bit more, though. Was... Warford Police. Dude. I don't know why I'm Warford saying it. Police. I don't know why I'm saying it. Yeah, it's Warford Police. Yeah, Just like right. Warford General are absolute miracle workers, where somebody is oh, in a fantastic. coma. For, somebody's in a coma for two weeks, and then a couple of weeks later is having amazing tantric sex with cat. Which is, anything's possible if you step into Warford General. It's like a Pokemon center. Step in there, 
all is well. Just as likely, the Warford police are going to completely and utterly miss any blatant evidence that's lying there yeah. right in front of them. Okay. Um, so, yeah, some interesting stuff with this. Um, the cat stuff, mm, I'll see where this goes. I feel like Cat's direction is a little bit kind of questionable at the moment. I'm sort of wondering where they're going with Cat. I'm wondering this, right? But there's been so many things that I've questioned that they've been doing like over Christmas, and they've had, they've had a plan for everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm just putting my trust in Cleaners. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing. Dis- to be honest, I'm not dismissing anything at the moment. All right, I'm just mm-hmm. sort of. I I just kind of thought that Cat, especially Cat as a character this week, felt quite frustrating, in yeah. the sense that she was being presented with things that she really should have been objecting to. Mm. I didn't believe that she would be told what went on with nish and eve and then basically imply well just because i've had and some my partner have an affair and he's had his partner have an affair that means we are spiritually linked so i must stand by him i don't believe that but it is it, yeah there's something just done add uh, yeah it's it just all seems a bit out of character for cat this well, no, it's the not believing stacy and eve that i'm just like no she would i don't even know she, i don't even know she didn't believe them i just don't think she cared and her and Eve because he confessed to it didn't he because he confessed to it didn't he he was like yeah that didn't happen but I was just angry and she's like oh well fair enough oh well yeah well mate yeah yeah, I mean Kat's not tried to have Emma killed off has she so could she not have been a bit like well (laughs) well there's time yeah there's time yeah you know you tried to do that with Eve you do me whereabouts in the woods whereabouts in the woods was this (laughs) so you're saying that that grave hasn't actually been filled so it's all it's ready to be dug yeah Near the tree that's got sixth carved into it, right? Yeah. Go looking for it. Did that mean anything, by the way, when we discovered that? I don't, that, I don't think it no, did. No, I'm it? telling you, just a producer just having to a wind laugh us that up. Day. Just to wind yeah, us up. Just to wind us up. Why I order? Why I order? Oh, there we are then. Right. Okay. So that was one uh, sort of mad storyline, which. I think evolved into something quite nice with Suki and the, the Suki side of things worked really nicely. Um, Nish being still around, what do we think? I mean, I'm amazed that Nish is still alive and sort of trotting around and still causing his, causing his drama. I don't mind Nish being around at the moment because he's a very good villain. Mm, I just, I'm wondering, I'm more concerned now, is he going to keep pushing Denise and she's mm. going to confess to him? Because Denise has been very... Denise is holding on by her fingertips at the minute, isn't she? Yes, yeah. And I think that Nish has spotted it already. Is he just mm. going to start harassing well, her somehow? He's he spotted that Denise is, is seeming fragile. He spotted that Linda is fragile. Linda, I think he course, I yeah. think he will zone in more on Linda, if I'm honest. Because we even okay. though we know even though we know that Denise is the one that hit him, he doesn't know that yet. And actually he's got no reason True. to know that because he's because even if he remembered everything that went on, his back was turned when Denise hit him. So there's no this reason. This is what to... I don't get anyway. He didn't see yeah. who actually hit him. So No, I think he I think actually what he's assuming is that it was Suki that hit him. Yeah. But Somehow. then they've all told him that she brought him back to life. So why would she have done that? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, is maybe he, he just don't believe that. Maybe he doesn't believe that, or maybe mm. that he thinks that she did that to get herself out of trouble, or mm. something. You know. So he, I, I think he's got a kind of vague idea about what might have gone on on Christmas Day. I don't think he's that. He's, he's he doesn't believe the Keanu story all that much because he doesn't remember anything about Keanu whatsoever. And he's claiming that he remembers more and more each day without actually being able to tell us what those memories that keep coming back to him are every single day, really. He's sort well, of just he implying he... that he remembers more stuff. Well, that's what he said at the end, didn't he? When Suki then turned around, like, went back to him and said, right, I'll take the deal, because the mm. the five, as I'm going to call them, by the way, the five <laughs> yeah. convinced her that that's what yeah. she should do. Yeah. Then he said, well, actually, I didn't really remember that much, but now you've told me that something's gone on, because why would you just accept everything? Mm. And the one thing said she's gone back to him and been like, you can have everything, but just leave me the calf. Just not the calf. Can I have the calf, please? All right. Yeah. It's because you know not... that yeah, that little dead yeah. body that's buried under. Yeah, I need that building. Don't you know that building that I keep kicking off about whenever you're anywhere near it? Just leave me that and don't ask me any yeah. questions. Just leave me that building. You can have everything else. Just leave me the calf. Yeah, it's she they're not playing it too carefully, are they? I think it's not gonna take long no. for this to start to put the pieces together. Which kind of makes me wonder now what Nish is... Because still, you've got to say that Nish is a character with a shelf life, surely. So <laughs> where, I've been saying this for about two well, years well, now. Well, what's his like. sell-by date there, Rob? Because, I don't know. Because, you know, some things can be preserved and they yeah. can last for a couple of years if they've got Nish has been put in, in the fr- Yeah, Nish has been put so... in the freezer. You can, and you can, if you put him in the freezer, you can have him forever. So... <laughs> 
So Who this knows? shelf life, bro. Yeah. No, I do. Work I do know. I do know what you're saying, though. I like. I totally get it because I am so. I am surprised that he is walking around as blatant as he is right now. Well, nearly right. in February. I, I did not think he was still going to be here come February. No. So I'm wondering if they're going to somehow set him up for Keanu's because at, that's at what a certain I was stage, yeah, 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 yeah. Surely forensics won't be able to pinpoint exactly what day Keanu died. No, of course not. But it's the neck. It's Denise's necklace that I don't yeah, know that's how to get around that. Mm. That's the bugger, isn't it? We'll have to wait and see. We have many, many questions, which I'm assuming are going to be answered at some point in the coming weeks, but we shall have to wait and see. So that was that storyline. The other little bit of insanity was Gina and Dean. We will now actually discuss Gina (laughs) and Dean. So on to Gina and Dean now. And thank God Gina seemed to see sense by the end of the week. Although, arguably, again... It wasn't through anything that anybody had told her. It literally seemed like she just sort of sat down, had a bit of a think, and then came to the conclusion that everybody had been telling her for the entire week anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> just... Well, I think Dean were being a little bit pushy, weren't he? Like, yeah, he oh, was. Yeah, 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 so, he was. You know, take yeah. uh, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, basically, yeah. Basically, that was that was his insinuation, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. kind of where that was going. And I think she picked up on that, thank God. Yeah, um, yeah, because I was like, oh, come on, Gina. Come on. You, you're smarter than this, right? Yeah, well, this is the thing. And still, throughout the week, I was still sort of clinging to the idea that she might be stringing him along to kind of get an ultimate confession out of him. There was still no. sort of that little gem, just because of how it was going. I've come from surely, surely she's not being taken in by all this. Although maybe she might now do that. Maybe before it was genuine, and now she might decide. Maybe. Actually, if you're going to yeah. keep, maybe. so who knows? Maybe she might try and take that angle instead. I mean, it was an interesting sort of character study for Dean this week because he they start the week off kind of secretly meeting up. Hmm. And oh this whole—I forgot it only just came out this yeah, week. That's crazy. All this week, Ray. I know. What a, a lot week happened. it's been. A lot happened this week, didn't it? A lot happened this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, didn't it? Um. So at the start of the week, they're still having like these little secret meetups. So they meet down an alleyway. Jay sees them. So you sort of get the impression, right? This is now going to start to sort of unravel yeah. quite quickly, isn't it? So Jay turns around to Gina and is kind of like, "What are you doing, love? Honestly, put yourself together. What's going on mm. there?" Um. And I think like every single time that Gina kind of has a conversation with Dean with anybody, she's sort of there is there is a moment where she's sort of like, mm, I'm kind of unsure actually. Really nice moment when Amy sees her uh in uh, McClunkey's where they're sort of having this conversation mm-hmm. and he's like, Yeah, you do realise that he tried to rape my mum, yeah. Um she and really cleverly done by Amy, I thought, when she trying to went, my mum was like you, yeah. She was strong, she was feisty, she was independent, she wasn't an idiot. So like to be taken in by someone like that, yeah. So take the hint. I liked that with Amy. I thought that was I thought that was really well handled. I think that was one of the main factors that got Gina thinking. Actually, Amy I think it was Amy. I think her. it was Amy that sort yeah. of pushed her forward with it. Yeah. Because I think Gina's been thinking all this time. Oh, look at drunk Linda. She's bought into that because Dean's painted that picture as well. Drunk Linda's making things up again. She was clearly hammered, didn't know what was going on kind of thing, or we can't take her word. Mm-hmm. Then to hear, which, again, we know that's problematic because why would she not believe Linda? But then to hear Amy talk about her mum and go, hang on, there's two women who said it that I forgot about Roxy saying it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This isn't Maybe new information to her, though, is there. it? This isn't new information it's not, to her. But it were almost I... a reminder, I think. Do you know what I feel like the problem with this actually has been? And unusually for a story in this era, actually, I actually think it's maybe been a little bit rushed in the sense that it would have made, I could have got into this, I could have believed it a little bit more, I think, is we'd really sort of seen Dean drip feed Gina this poison to where she slowly starts to come Mm. around to his idea of thinking. But actually what we got was essentially Gina starts off their their knowing each other by graffitiing rapist on his shop and sort of being against him, being against him, being against him. And then she sees her being, he sees Dean being a little bit nice to Jade because she's his dying daughter. And then sort of thinks, oh, he's clearly not that bad. And then the next time, yeah. you know, they're texting and having like this secret relationship. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. We, we, we've we already said before, like, it seems a bit unbelievable that she mm. sees Jade and then's like, oh, he's a good person. Because so, yeah. It's not- because it's not, and I've, we've said this before, and I think this has been the problem with it, is the fact that Gino is the only person on the square that believed, that believes Dean. Like, even when he has stood in the middle of the Vic and played that recording, nobody believed him. That didn't work. 
So yeah. that's kind of, it's not like she's kind of got a few people going, yeah, actually, yeah, I don't, oh, yeah, he's quite fit as well, isn't he? Yeah, maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. So um, you sort of, that might have, I think that might have helped the sort of believability of this if we'd sort of watched their relationship develop a little bit more over the I weeks. agree. I think perhaps we they rushed it a bit because of the build-up mm. to Christmas and him obviously being yeah. a suspect so that we'd all start going, oh, yeah. something's obviously going to happen yeah. with Gina and Dean over Christmas. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. So they sort of have this moment where, like like you say, they have this date. Dean has, by this point, kind of burst into the Vic and has decided to make this big public gesture to Jean to show his dedication and reveal their secret relationship to everybody in the family. Cindy decides to offer him 60 grand to leave Walford and never speak to Gina again, which Dean's like, eh, possibly, but no, I'm all right. Thanks, I'd rather <laughs> get laid. No, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you very much. Um... So once Gina has sort of got over the anger of that, they have a they have a sort of dinner date at his flat. Pause. New flat set, by the way. Yeah, I was, I was. Thank you. Okay. Which either suggests that Dean's staying around, or someone else is moving into that flat, because that's a nice flat. Mm. That's a nice set. Do you think it's the ones um, like where Nadine lived next to the train station? It had that similar Maybe. vibe to me. Yeah, I was trying to work out where it could be, and I don't think we that's were what really, I was trying to work yeah, out. I don't think we were really told where it was. It could, but it could be a, a redress of Nadine's flat. In all fairness, so I didn't consider that. Um, but it's a nice set, in all fairness. So you can sort of wonder: is Dean actually sticking around, or is somebody else going to go in there where they keep that set going for a little while? I'm not sure. Do you know what's fantastic though? It was just such a Dean flat, weren't it? Like very Dean they flat. They get there and they find the most characteristic place for him to all live. They don't like live somewhere and get a doer upper or anything. Do you know what the worrying thing is, I'd live in that flat. It was quite nice. I liked I liked Dean's it. Was, flat, no, it is so, that. Yeah, it was yeah. it was quite yeah, it was somebody likes yeah. the nice somebody likes the nicer things in life. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that's what it were, Rob. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so they have this dinner date, and like you say, Dean's dialogue very much implies, uh, I've made you dinner, so I think you owe me a shag, essentially, is what you're saying, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then, like, like I say, Gina seems to sort of take this in and sort of takes in the many times that people have told her throughout the week, uh, he's a, he's a rapist, do you want or not? And then, mm. sort of, eventually seems to put it all together and then sort of tries to leave. He tries to stop her to leave, she punches him in the face, and then she leaves. So I just sort of it think... Was, do you on. not think it were almost a little bit out of body for Gina? She was sat on the Maybe. sofa and we're almost yeah. like an outsider look, like watching him with new Maybe, eyes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. hang on. What am I doing? Now I'm seeing this. <laughs> what, what is, is going, going on, on? Yeah. I think I'm just going to leave, you know? I like... go now. Yeah, thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, the... The and olives back... and the antipasty wasn't yeah. that nice. And yeah, actually. do you know what? I, it turns out I don't like eel, so I'm going to go now. Thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not a massive fan of pie and mash, and I thought you'd have made more efforts since you work in a pie and mash shop. See you later. Yes, so when actually that went actually, that's one of us. I thought is it not just above the pie and mash shop? This flat. Possibly. Yeah. They like possibly. doing that, don't they? They like doing that. That's a, that might be a thing. That would make that. Would, I mean, it makes sense to be fair. It would make sense. Anyway, wherever this flat is, it exists. We might see more of it. We might not. Yeah, but knows. I did want to know where it was. I feel I like we should to have been told that. Yeah. If anybody, if anybody uh, heard something that we might have missed and knows where yeah. this flat is, let us know in the comments section. Um, somebody else, somebody made a return this week, which I was surprised about. Jade's back. wasn't I wasn't expecting to see Jade again. Oh yeah, of course. yeah. I wasn't yeah, expecting yeah. to see Jade. Yet. So again, this keeps Dean around. Um, it seems that Jade's had a, thing of a few little fallouts with Shabnam, so she's basically done the teenage daughter thing and playing the parents off against each other. Right, I'm going to go live with Dad. You know that Dad that I hated last time I saw him? I'm going to go live with him. So Jade storms over and is basically now kind of basically staying with Dean for a little bit. So I kind of wonder, is he going to use Jade to sort of worm his way back into Gina's affections? Because those two had a quite a good relationship when she was last around. That was sort of the catalyst to them getting on essentially I so i think he's going to try that but i think gina i will be amazed if he manages to pull the wool over her eyes again so now if they do end up back together and he uses jade in that way i actually think that maybe it'll be gina trying to get a confession out of him now mm. if if they go down that path again maybe, maybe i don't know what else they're gonna do with jade though other than is jade fine now because she said they said she's, that had, she's, had, this, she's had the lung transplant. So she's recovering. And she didn't have her breathing tubes in or anything like that when she did the last time we saw her. So I think she's are we supposed to believe that she's okay now. I'm I guess once a recovery with a lung transplant's, you know, completely done, then well, I'm, I'm, I would assume so, yeah. 
well that's good news that's 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 hmm. nice that's nice um yeah so i guess we'll see where this goes it seems that gina has seen sense which is kind of thank god but at the same time we sort of think this could have been something a bit more believable than it turned into if they'd sort of taken the time with it a little bit more sort of done a little bit more character stuff with it um had more conversations going on between gina and linda i think linda falling off the wagon seems to have pushed gina down the road of linda's clearly lying and she's clearly a drunken mess which so, again doesn't add up because gina understands addiction so well so why is she being yeah. so harsh against linda during all this i think the thing is we're supposed to be clinging to this thing that we know about gina is that she likes the underdog bad boy yeah. So mm. that's kind of maybe what's pushed her towards Dean. But again, mm. I think maybe they could have just done a little, a little bit more of it rather than sort of. Well, hey, and I'll tell you good. something: if I were Linda, I would be, oh, be curious, expecting. I'd be expecting like you know a cup yeah. of tea every morning as an apology yeah, for next year. Least. Do you know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah, there was this, there was the moment between uh, Linda and Gina uh, where Gina basically goes, uh, "Okay, so sorry, I think you might be." And Linda's not interested in any of that. She's like, "Has he has he touched you? Has he hurt you? Yeah. Has, he, has he attacked you?" So that mm. was good. Like that. That was kind of quite, that felt very Linda to sort of instantly yeah, go very, to almost very. almost the, almost the mother role actually at that moment where she's kind of like, mm -hmm. "Are you okay?" Before I start yelling at you. <laughs> So that's that's that was all right, and then maybe that that will we'll sort of explore their relationship from this point because I feel like that has been damaged their relationship from this. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. So yeah, a bit of a mad old week in EastEnders this week. A few questionable decisions from both characters and story, maybe I think. Um, yeah. But we'll see where it goes next week. Um, Gold style this week, Ree. Oh God. I know. I'm going to give mine to Suki. I would literally like. I decided it you, earlier, yeah. and I remembered it was Suki. Are we just like, um, are we doing this where we're not allowed to give the same gold star? I think that seems. I think fairer. we can just try not to do it every week. Though. I think that seems. And fairer, you can't just do. It? You can't just do that on me though. When I've gone second for a change, and say I'm not. I'm giving it to Suki as well for this week. You're Moving a, forward, you're an awkward cow. You know that. <laughs> no, aren't you? Rob, you've been it every week. You, I have not. Like, I I'm turn it. No, because you I can't was going just to give decide it to, when I was going to give it, second. Who was it? Who was it you gave it to last week? Who was it you gave it to last week? And I was going to give it to the same character, and then I said, "Oh well, if you've done that, I'll go. I'll go down a different route then." Right. I well, I don't know who else to give it to because this week has felt week. weird. So I'm yes. giving it to Suki as well for this week. Okay. Okay. But from this week on, we should we give it to different people? We'll try to, but there may be weeks <laughs> where it's a blatant gold star okay. to the same person. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So two you gold it stars. First. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so two gold stars to suki this week marvelous right then ladies and gents final segment of the podcast as a usual uh, is comments from you lovely people so our first comment is from our instagram page from blanger danger who says cat is spiraling again cat is spiraling again i can already see it i'm actually so worried about her because this is what she does whenever her trauma gets triggered nish can see it too and he's using it to his advantage Yes, but I don't, I don't, I don't know whether Nishi actually is using cat. I thought that was where it was going to go, but it seemed like there was almost some sort of weird, sort of genuine friendship developing between the two of them. Do you not think? I didn't think there was a massive amount of manipulation happening with Nish and Cat. I don't know. I think at first he saw a, a, a strong woman in a vulnerable position, which yeah. is why he then offered her the apartment. No, don't forget who Nish is. There must be an ulterior motive there. Yeah. I think. I understand yeah. what you're saying though, because some of it does appear genuine. And That's what I mean, no, I, think... I I just don't believe that Nish could have changed I... that quickly. I don't think he's changed. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's changed, mm. but I didn't get the sense that he was manipulating Cat into saying and doing what he wanted. Do you know what I mean? I think Cat was doing that quite happily on her own. I know what you're saying, but maybe he's allowing that to happen in at the start and then maybe if they do develop into something is think is is looking at how she works so that he can mm. figure it out i don't know i just don't buy that it'd just be nice <laughs> to yeah. be honest and have a there nice genuine friendship with a woman i just don't no no very unlikely uh louise claire has said nish and cat is just not working for me and in a week phil has already given up and resorted to nasty comments surely he will be good for a few quid to rent the flat for cat and the boys if he loves them as much as he made out in a way it's comforting to see nasty nish resurfacing it was all getting a bit unsettling but oh my god the six wouldn't last five minutes in a police interrogation they would if it's walford police louise we know this yeah <laughs> you've got a fight actually 
thereof. Yeah, they might. The five. The five five and a half. Five and a half. Sharon's done right, I think. I think Sharon's done perfect. It's a perfectly sensible thing. Perfectly sensible. I mean, she has. She has. You can't get much further away than from the situation that Sharon currently is. You don't think he's missing Sharon there? I do, actually. Yeah. It felt a bit weird about Sharon this week. It feels Mm. like it doesn't. I I get it. All right. Letitia Dean's on a break for whatever reason. So that's. They can't get around that. That's mm. unfor- it's unfortunate timing, if anything, but you know they can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. But it does feel a little bit odd about Sharon there. Um, so hopefully Sharon will, be- will will return fairly soon, so the story can sort of go back to I suspect the way that it's supposed to be going. You know, because I think I it's... do think that comment that sorry as well that comment's got a point <clears throat> about Phil. Like he has like why wouldn't he just say well I'll pay for some I'll give you a bit of money to tie you over instead it's like you're because... the enemy straight away, cat. I yeah, I'm I... bad. Yeah, but I feel I see. Weirdly, I didn't think Phil was that out of character this week. I thought that he was. Yeah. I think he would have done that until he saw Nish, um, Nish and Cat sitting in the restaurant. Yeah, and then got yeah. his pride. And then got his pride hurt. Yeah, but he's not tried to do it before Cat no. and Nish. Though he's not offered to give her any money and help her out at all. Oh, like I said, think, I think did he perhaps, I said last did he, week. Yeah, did he perhaps think that Cat was just going to come back? I was just waiting for Maybe. that to happen. Didn't want to help Maybe. her out in case. Yeah, in case. But like I said to yeah. you. He he should have been the one who said, "I'll leave the house and you and the boys have it until yeah, you find he, something." He was, Phil was never going to do this. <laughs> I know, Phil was never going to do that in a million years, was he? Uh, or um, maybe he's going to, and then that's how his exit will happen, and he'll go and stay with Grant in Portugal for a bit or something. We shall have to wait and see, potentially. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, then you, my lovely little listeners and viewers, yes, you, you can do the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark, and find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. After Dark. Marvellous. Thank you very much. Cheers, love. That's all right, love. Uh, so <laughs> after Dark. Do you do you, do your Geordie impression for the list for the lovely listeners and viewers again? <laughs> Why I pet on Gandintin? There you go. That's the Reed's Geordie impression, and we apologise to now. yep. We apologise to anybody from Newcastle oh, who yeah, may or may not be listening. <laughs> Uh, there we are then so thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening we should be back same time next week and we can't wait to see you until then it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me bye see ya bye